0: Hello, PassionPod63. How are you doing? Thanks so much for downloading this, your dream. Uh, I hope you're enjoying Passion Pods. I don't know if you're subscribed to us on iTunes. You can find all sorts of other bits of inspiration uh, if you go to us on iTunes, or you can head to our website, passionpods.co.uk. Really exciting one this week. By complete luck, uh, we've caught this lady at a really, really interesting point in her career. So Georgia Gatti is a theatre producer Uh, She's been working for a commercial company, Playful Productions, for Yonks and is just literally about to start a new job at Old Vic. Had no idea about this when we um, organised this chat, so feeling rather smug with ourselves that we uh, caught her at this time. So great amount of advice in here. If you are wanting to get into production, if theatre stuff is your game, uh, she's got some very she's got some very concise and clear kind of suggestions and bits of advice for you, which is just awesome. Uh, so Georgia,
1: you're listening to Passion Pod sixty three with Georgia Gatti.
0: So how do I describe you? I was just going to say producer, but now with this new role...
1: Producer, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the role I'm going into is a creative producer. So it's very much focused on finding the new work and programming and developing the stuff. So yeah, that's it. Producer, theatre producer, I guess.
0: So what is this new role, this more creative?
1: Well, it's a big transition for me. The kind of the big change is that for nine years I've worked in the commercial sector of theatre... Um, so I'm moving to work as the creative producer at the Old Vic so I will be in a venue and I'll, rather than working for lots of different directors and lots of projects I will still be doing that because there'll be different directors in the building but I will be working for Matthew Warches who is the new artistic director which I'm massively excited about because I've always, I've always loved the idea of working in a venue having not done it but I've also always wanted to work for one person's vision um, and The idea of working with this one director who is a genius um, and being able to hopefully help him realise his ambitions and his hands for the building and all his artistic programming you know it's going to be really really exciting I
0: mean it makes me excited just <laughs> hearing you talk know, I'm like oh my god this I'm sounds really exciting very, very
1: blessed it's a really exciting job
0: so if like someone was coming down and you know coming from a different planet or something like that and you had to explain in a nutshell what like what your you job <laughs> yeah no pressure <laughs> um yeah how would you go how would you go about saying it
1: um well I guess really the focus for me and what I've been doing for a long time at my Current job at Playful is to be finding new work and developing it through into production. So be that from um, commissioning a writer or a director coming with an existing play and saying I want to put, want to do this, and i was putting it together. It's really then the process of from that first kind of seed of an idea, the process through right through until production until it opens. Um, so, you know, all the nuts and bolts of putting the show together, putting it on. It's so varied, though, in that journey of, the, of seeing works through like that. It must It's be... massively varied and no two projects are the same. And I've worked on shows that we have commissioned from scratch, which is the dream. That's what you want to do is be there from the very beginning and develop something with a writer, have an idea, work it right through. And then I've worked on shows where we have transferred from another theatre so we've picked up a show that's had a short run somewhere in a regional theatre or a not-for-profit theatre and moved it into the West End into the kind of the commercial sector. God so um, different. Yeah or or we've like I said we've had ones where we've done revivals of kind of well-known titles where it's been about putting together a kind of you know a new version of an existing show. We recently here at Playful did um, a revival of David Mamet's American Buffalo with Damien Lewis and John Goodman and Tom Sturridge. And so that was, that's an old play, um, but it was very much, it was about the team. It was about the guys who wanted to do it. And that felt like a good reason to be doing it again. So yeah, it's lovely because it's no, like no two projects are the same at all. And they come in most surprising ways. And some take years and years to develop and, and get off the ground. And then American Buffalo, in fact, I think from the minute we got kind of confirmation that we were going to do it to when we announced and were on sale and had the whole team together. It was like two weeks, which is... Whoa. Which was kind of unreal.
0: (laughs) How were those two weeks? Really Um, calm and relaxing? It was
1: unbelievably... It was crazy, but it was one of those amazing ones where everyone we asked just said yes. So it was just one of those shows that people wanted to be part of and just very fortuitously our kind of our first choices for all the roles, all the creative roles, all like the whole team made it work, were free, kind of had the slot and could do it. So it's like a meant to be moment. It's quite rare, (laughs) but it was really lovely. (laughs) That's so cool because basically
0: it's like by the nature of everything being so different, you must be so stimulated in a role. Yeah,
1: you've got to have what I've realised, I think, over the years is you've got to have a lot of shows always in development at all stages of development because for all the ones that land there are many many more that fall by the wayside as you go is that a hard thing it is hard and I think I think I'm slowly starting to develop a thicker skin I'm not very good at it as in you know when you're passionate about a project and you want it to come together and you put a lot of time and effort into it it's really hard to let it go but there are times when you, you kind of have to say it's not making sense be it because it's not financially going to make sense the budgets aren't working or you, you just can't land a cast or whatever it is whatever you may then just rest it and say at some point i'll come back to it but i think if your whole livelihood is producing you can't ever rely on like one job coming through it's a bit like freelancing in a way you've kind of got to have a whole lot of stuff going on bubbling away and then hope that something will land and particularly with theatre producing and with what i've done from my career to date which is commercial theatre producing um, not only you have to kind of get everyone involved in the project together and their time, their schedules lining up, so your director and your actors, that kind of all working. You then have to find a theatre that is free for your slot and that you can fit into it. Um, so, actually, trying to get all of those things to line up is really hard, and particularly when you're working with starry actors, which we are often trying to do in the commercial sector, because they may have, you know, a slot of 12 weeks next year and you've basically got to work around that and if you can't fit it in you can't fit it in and so it yeah it's it's kind of tough in that sense it it does feel like you've got to be quite lucky as well as working it hard
0: and and time management I imagine like how you structure your time when you're juggling all those different plates
1: yeah it's a massive it's a massive kind of rise and fall actually um I think the difference, if you're working in a, in a venue, you know how many shows you're going to do a year and you've, you're fitting slots and kind of know what your year is going to look like. And there is always a rise and fall because when you're actually in production, i.e. when the show is starting to happen in the, in the theatre, rehearsals are done, you're always going to be busier. But again, for a company like Playful, who were non attached to a building, were completely independent, all of that, the up and down is totally unknown so for example this year we opened four plays back to back in the spring two in America two on Broadway and two here which was insane and now this autumn we don't have any any plays opening at all which is great because actually it gives you a bit of respite to go back into development um, and start trying to find the next thing and push those things through because when you're producing four four shows that we were doing you don't have any time at all to do the development, so it's hard, it does... It's just boxing and coxing yeah. it and going
0: with different... I can see it's just there's no there's no rhythm in a sense, in, no, it, I imagine. No, no, it's
1: very reactive. I, I think that about my job, actually. The biggest thing is I don't think I ever come in in the morning and know what I'm going to do that day. It's like, and inevitably... Hello, inbox! Yeah. <laughs> You kind of sit down and you have a plan for all these great things you're going to achieve and then something will kick off on one of the shows and you spend your whole day dealing with that. So that's, I mean, that's the nice thing about it is the variety. Um, And yeah, and that kind of reactive quality that you're just kind of, you just have to go with stuff. Darling, take me back. So you're working for Playful now. How
0: did you get to being here? Give us a little sort Um, of timeline. Did you always want to do producing?
1: No, I left Bristol. Um, I studied Drama and English at Bristol, and when I left, I knew I wanted to work in theatre, but had no idea what I wanted to do really. Um, and as is the way with a degree, you don't, you know, you don't know what it's actually like to be in an industry or any of the roles. And certainly not producing, you can't teach producing. Um, so I. Got an internship very luckily um, in a company called Act Productions straight after university and went and made tea and... Just to get a feel of it. Yeah, exactly. And just kind of to dip my toe in and see what, you know, a busy producing office was like and the roles. And I always thought I wanted, at that stage, I thought I probably wanted to go towards the kind of literary side of things and work in a literary department or something like that. And what I was always passionate about was scripts plays, developing work, working with writers, um, and then I kind of stayed and started to get a bit more of a handle on the general management of shows, so um, working on the day-to-day running of the productions that we were doing. Meanwhile, um, I was also working very closely with one of the producers at ACT, Matt byam who is A hugely creative producer and I was very lucky in that I was able to work with him on the kind of the development side of things so the scripts and all of that so I started to have quite a kind of two-pronged job in that I did the general management I learned that and then I was also getting to do some of the development so I was just incredibly lucky in that this job kind of evolved for me there Um, and I stayed with ACT for about four years and then actually left with the three people who ran the company then Nick Salmon Matt Bunche and Nia Janice and they left and set up a new company Playful Productions which is where I am still now um and I moved with them at that point so I've actually been working with my employers current employers for 9 years for my entire career
0: wow um
1: so I had a very very lucky journey really in that I was able to grow within a company so going from kind of intern to well my title now is associate producer so i kind of just That's gradually true. moved up yeah is that unusual yeah i think it is i think so much of the theater industry is being in the right place at the right time and relationships and contacts it's all of those things it's a really you know i meet a lot of young producers all the time who are just saying how you know it's really hard it's really difficult to get in and it is difficult it is there's a lot of people trying to get into the theater industry but I think what my advice to them always was, you know, you just have to keep going because the luck will come at some point and you have to do whatever job comes your way, particularly at the start. You can't be too grand, like learn your trade. It's hard graft. I spent, you know, good chunk of time sitting at that front desk answering the phone and making cups of tea. But actually the amount I learned from listening to conversations, seeing the people that came in through the door to meet my bosses who were, you know, right in the midst of everything that was going on in the theatre industry. You know, those first couple of years, I probably met, you know, some of the top people working, working in our industry. And it was just really, yeah, just kind of just working away and listening and learning and all of that, that kind of slowly, slowly, I was able to build my job within the company.
0: Well, at the beginning, I mean, it was a while ago now, I know, but at the beginning, how are you making it work financially? Because I imagine a lot of that stuff, like internships and yeah. stuff,
1: because
0: I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges, it's isn't re- it? Yeah,
1: it really is difficult. It's not the biggest it challenge. Is. It's it's really difficult. I was, again, I was very lucky in that I did my Internship was three months I think and then they took me on full-time and I was on a a lowly salary but I could make ends meet and get by living in a a little place up in Holloway Road then but when I started I was still living back at my parents in Surrey and commuting up and doing all of that and it's tough it means for people who aren't in London who want to work in theatre and therefore are going to have to pay rent as well as doing an internship or whatever it's really difficult. Though there is a change now from when I started in that we have interns always here at Playful, but they are paid internships. So again, it's not a lot to live on, but all our interns are paid Something. paid a wage so they can get by. And there's flexibility always for people if they need to have second jobs and all the rest of it. But yeah, it's tough. I think it's really difficult. I think you've just got to be passionate. You've got to believe it. You've got to get yourself out there because the hardest bit is just getting your foot in the door. Once you're in there... If you're good and you're hardworking and you have good relationships with people, then it will evolve from there. Um, I think the biggest, biggest thing about my job is relationships. It's getting on with people and that comes back to you. Um, so that's the thing, I, I kind of always say to our interns, I was like, do it with a smile. Like It will come back to you. People will remember. People will come back to you. It is a very small industry. You know everyone very quickly. It's a friendly industry, actually. I mean, you know, there's lots of mad personalities in it. But actually, on the whole, it's a very friendly, very giving industry. And people want people to get on. There's a brilliant charity, actually, called Stage One, which is a charity for young producers. And they do all sorts of schemes with internships and bursaries and workshops. And there's, I think now, more more than ever, this kind of sea of young producers out there who are actually getting stuff done getting shows on they're probably not making money yet but they're producing work which is the most important thing it's about doing it it's about connecting with your contemporaries and just getting something up getting something up and on like anyone can do it i think it is it's kind of riding it out yeah. Hanging on in Hanging there. on in there, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> I've started doing this thing, I don't know if you heard in Helen's one, where if you're setting out for a day, sort of like the bag, the, ba- the dream bag of what you take, she put in that, you know, everyone gets their house keys and phones. So that now <laughs> is the thing, thanks to her. Uh, but an inspiration, a thing or an object, and a person uh, that helps you or has helped you do what you do.
1: Um, so I guess a thing would probably be so phone that covers all the electronic stuff doesn't it
0: Um just the boring you know that everyone stuff, needs that, yeah
1: I think a notebook and a pen to be honest so I think you know the amount of times I'm meeting someone and that will make me think of something if I'm going to see a show and want to jot things down Um, anything like that I think that's the most useful thing you can have really in your day so um, and particularly because I'm not technological at all. <laughs> I'm really old school. Bring back the pen. And a notepad and paper, I don't use notes app I'm afraid. <laughs> but also there's nothing like writing stuff writing down. down. But then that thing when you
0: have your notebook, which has everything in, and then you have that momentary panic of like, oh my God, did I leave it on the train?
1: Oh, which it's, I inevitably do. Oh God, well.
0: on a weekly basis. But it's like, that's my life in there. It means yeah. nothing to anybody else. <laughs> yes. But that is like everything that makes my heart work. Yeah, completely. <laughs> uh, amazing, that's a cracking okay. one. Uh, Um, So inspiration and person?
1: Inspiration... do you know what, I think my three current bosses at Playful have hugely inspired me, they've one enabled me massively, if it wasn't for them I wouldn't be where I am now and they've allowed me to grow hugely. Um, They run a brilliantly successful and fun company, it's an amazing place to work incredible um,
0: combination that's very hard to achieve really I think. hard
1: to achieve and they everyone works really really hard but it's really important to have a good time and the three of them have the most diverse and compatible skill sets which is is also been really amazing to watch because you see these three people who who do very different things and complement each other and work so brilliantly as a team again it's a kind of it's a real team game theater and it is all about working together i don't like Working by myself, I like working with other people, and I think they've really inspired that. Good, well that's kind of a combo. You can have yeah, people. <laughs> people too, actually, really. Unless me. you
0: want to squidge anyone else in, getting cosy. Um, but you can leave it. At that no, if I think I'm yeah, good. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> thing. Um, darling, if you were to give advice to some or to yourself, because we've covered a bit of advice, what what would you have given yourself back in the day?
1: I think I actually think kind of self belief. I think you have to be bold and confident in your decisions right the way through. Um, I think that's really important. I think, you know, we all work really, really hard um, and we all want to do a really good job, but it's also important to just believe in yourself and get enjoyment from that as well so that you're not always striving for something more and something next, but being able to kind of set back and, and appreciate what you're doing and the world you're in the whole time. You've been listening to Passion Pod 63 with Georgia Getty. Oh, that's a goodie.
0: Thanks so much to Georgia. She's just so like eloquent just says things so clearly i wish i i need a bit of practice of that i feel uh thanks so much as ever for listening to passion pods just so massively uber grateful if you like what you're listening to you can sign up to our newsletter by the way head head to passionpods.co.uk and get yourself signed up to that it's only monthly so we're not going to bombard the life out of you uh next week i am super excited so you might have seen on twitter and i chatted about it a couple of weeks ago we went to san francisco uh we were actually going there on holidays I don't think that's sort a of jet set. Uh, but Passion Pods has now gone global, which is super exciting. Um, we have got a series from our, our trip to San Francisco coming up, which we're going to start next week. A few different companies doing different stuff. I'm really excited to be able to share their stories. bit of a change to the usual stories of our London adventures. Uh, so that will all be here next week on Passion Pods. So make sure you're signed up and subscribed on iTunes. So you've got all of this stuff landing on your phone first. And can't wait to share our stateside adventures with you next week.